Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And I got a question to ask you. Is anger getting the best out of you? Meaning that something irritates you or frustrates you, and you just become livid. You are extremely excitable, and no matter how much you try to convince yourself, or heck, even other people try to convince you that it's no big deal, you feel graded at the person, at a situation, maybe all of the above. Listen, I've been there. I know what that struggle is. Let's talk about how we can prevent anger from destroying not just our well-being, but what we want to accomplish in all areas of our life. And we will get to all of that coming to you after this short break. And we're back. So glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me today. If this is your very first time listening, I'm wrapping my arms around you and giving you a big old electronic hug. Don't worry, I don't have cooties and I just got my shots. <laughs> be sure to hit that follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety-spit. So just click, hit that button. <laughs> Great, awesome, thanks. And those of you guys who have been listening, I just want to thank you so much for your appreciation, so much for you sharing this podcast. Thank you so much for just continuing to be on the road with me. You know, I remember when I first started this podcast a few years ago, I just thought to myself, oh gosh, ain't nobody going to listen to this. What do I got to share about? And I realized that sharing my experience, strength, and hope with you helps open the door to having more meaningful connections. And I'm so grateful for the conversation. I'm so grateful for you also engaging with people about your own issues and how you want to communicate because too many of us have just fallen back to old and nasty tendencies from our family or society, culture at large or religion that tells tells us what we should do or how we should do it in the must and the should. And when, when we're doing it out of a sense of embarrassment or rules or judgment, then we're not really getting the human connection that we really desire and we crave for. So when we're moving and we're acting out of love and communicating not from a place of fear, but a place of pure sincerity, amazing things happen. So that all being said, I would love to hear from you. Check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to leave me a voicemail message. Please let me know in the voicemail message whether or not I have permission to air your lovely voice in an upcoming podcast. Would love to do so. I'm always excited to reading your messages, but I would love to hear you as well. So I really appreciate that. So if that's been stirring in your heart, go ahead and just hit that button and do that. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below so that you can be able to do that via anger. Also, if you haven't done so already, check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. You'll be able to access so much fun stuff from me. Be able to obviously learn about my story. Like, why am I a life coach for entrepreneurs? Glad you asked that button is there also has a little audio sample of me kind of explaining about an overview of how traumas and addictions impact the mind and how it can ruin your business if left unchecked okay you can also read articles and just access all sorts of fun stuff for me obviously if you're interested in working with me directly I would be honored to do so. There's also a button for you to learn about your life script. Your life script is so essential. I do that with all my clients where we understand how we are scripted, 
where we're given the script of mindless, joyless. What drives you? And I explain in the life script about that. So, But I just give a, a great little uh, fun short test so that you can even understand what that looks like. Okay. Now, if you're interested in learning more about how you want to communicate from a place of peace and joy and rather anxiety, Amazing Attitude is definitely the course for you. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below. Um, go ahead and check that out because everything I'm going to be talking about is going to be based around the, what I teach in Amazing Attitude. It's a 21-day audio program with journaling prompts to help you ask yourself the questions about who you are, what matters to you, how do you want to show up in life, how do you want to run your business, all those things are so important. And one of the things that we're going to talk about right now is anger. You know, anger is one of the topics I discuss almost daily with my clients. They're working through hurts and disappointments with things that have happened in the past or heck, even right now. And I help my clients understand that even if they want to communicate with others with love, not seducing with guilt or shaming or intimidating people with threats, there's some people that cannot or just will not be able to work well with us. Sometimes it's our fault. We're the ones who are being not clear about why we feel hurt and disappointment. And this is the topic we're going to be having is, is anger impacting you above and beyond what's reasonable for the situation? Are we transferring our rage onto someone else because of things of the past? This can be really tricky. And I definitely understand why some people might feel a little overwhelmed and confused about their feelings if they've done a remarkably good job of smothering it or covering over with addictions, sugar, food, excess carbohydrates, work, all that stuff. Those cover up the pain. And so when we are in healing and restoration, those those issues must be discussed if we're able to rise above this. And you know, the other day I was talking with a client and about some feelings of anger that she was having towards a client. Now, you know that I deal with clients who are entrepreneurs. So this this client was talking about her client that she was having struggles with. And she was just so darn angry about the way that her client was doing this and doing that. And I could just really tell that as we were talking that her anger seemed way much more serious than the offense. And I took a moment to ask her some of the questions. And as you're listening to the questions that I'm going to, I'm a, I asked my client, I want you to ask yourself, think of, I want you to just pause for a second and just think about a particular person and a situation that just graded you beyond disbelief. Like you just couldn't even imagine why in the world was this person acting this way? Why in the world was this person doing this? And I just, I, ah, you just feel your blood boil. Like, so you got that? You're picturing that in your mind? Okay. So my questions that I asked my client, this is what I'm going to ask you. What exactly did that person do to you? Exactly. I, I just want you to really like write that out because a lot of us, we get so wrapped up in the emotions, we forget what exactly happened. And I don't, I don't want to hear your feelings. I want to hear the facts. They did this. They did that. 
they did not they didn't do this they didn't do that like i want to hear exactly what that is because so much of our addictions got fueled over by repicturing it reconfiguring it in our minds the way it wasn't actually designed to be actually this is a little sidebar note when i was a little girl i liked playing with rubik's cubes you know those little things where they have it's literally a cube with different little colors and you kind of just rotate the cube all around and i never solved the rubik's cube <laughs> but i always just thought that every time i was presented a rubik's cube all the colors were all mixed up the greens were mixed up with the orange and the reds and the yellows and you're supposed to kind of have it so that all the colors were on each specific side now Unfortunately, for a lot of us, the Rubik's Cubes of our minds are really jumbled up. What we thought was actually happening was not what really was happening because our feelings got was scrambling the message and that we just have to kind of under unwind and kind of move things, some things around so that we can be able to have everything aligned. And so that's the whole point of this conversation is what do we need to realign in our mind? And the, how we do that is separating our feelings from the facts. Okay. And so that being said, the next question that I want to ask is, what did you expect from this person? You know, for a lot of us, we want people to mind read us through our secret of behavior if they see that our through our gestures and our tone our voice and our postures that we are mad they should be able to pick up this feeling that we have unfortunately when we try to hint the wrong people pick them up and ride with them meaning that you might be angry at one person the other person senses it and thinks it's something completely different than what it is the wrong person is interpreting what you see or what they think they see. So we need to be very clear about our expectations. Was that communicated with the person prior to? Was it explained? Was there any ex any circumstances that were beyond your control, the other person's control that caused some things to go haywire? Oftentimes we get angry that things aren't working perfectly. But look, here's the thing. Even if we planned everything to a T. We can't plan life. Deadlines get missed. People get sick. Situations don't line up. Now, if we're going to expect things to be perfect all the time, that is a prescription for danger and disappointment. So when I'm asking you to ask yourself, what did you expect? I also want you to ask yourself, was it within the realm of reality? I mean, I myself have expected people to literally jump hoops to please me when they didn't even know that I put them in such high esteem or regard. And so part of the reason why we have ex high expectations is we're asking for perfection from people where none exists. If we can be able to accept the fact that we ourselves are imperfect, fallible people, can't we expect the same thing of other people? Now, granted, even if they try to promise, even if they say they'll be there, they can't guarantee anything. What you can guarantee is making sure that you have measures and procedures in place. So even if they fall through, you still got situations. You got a backup plan. Trust me, when you have a backup plan, things go way more easier. And so my next question to her and to you as well is, was the 
actions of the person intentional or was it simple miscommunication? Now, I remember I was talking with a, a client of mine the other day and she was telling me that she was different client and she was just telling me that she was very upset that her her people weren't doing certain things in the office and i asked her i said well what was included in your your duties for people to do things and she said well i expect them to do x y and z but i also expect them to go above and beyond so that it would have an impact and i said and i asked her i was like why do you expect that i said well because that's how i do my work and that's what got me to the place where i am and i expect people to have the same level of work ethic that you have and I said, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes. There are some people who don't view their position as a career. It's just a hustle or a gig or something to pass the time. We cannot pass on our values on other people. Because even if they say that they agree with you, and so oftentimes they, they, we, we, we want to be in harmony with people. So, of course, we don't want to be in disagreement. There are some people who just want to get by by doing the bare minimum. And as much as we try to have a high work ethic for ourselves, we can't expect that from other people. So are you expecting things that are clearly communicated? Or are you assuming that they also have the same logic or, or, or feeling toward because by sure virtue of just working with you because that's just not the case so again are we being clear with others are we miscommunicating because of our own mindset the way we're thinking about things these are the questions to ask and sometimes people really misinterpret things that are communicated with them so even if it's written out one of the things i suggest for my clients, I'm suggesting for you too as well, is to actually write down the list of all the things that you want someone to do in your personal life, your professional life, wherever. And then I want you to like go over with the person, say, what do you understand this to be? If you're expected, I'm not talking about show up at 8 a.m. Show up at 8 a.m. is show up at 8 a.m., right? Do you allow a 10-minute grace period as an example? Can they show up at 8.10 even though the start time is 8 a.m.? I don't know. You are the one to be able to communicate with your people to ask, hey, just so there's no miscommunication, what's your understanding about X, Y, and Z? That's another way we can clear up any types of miscommunication. Because look, here's the thing. None of us are intentionally trying to screw with people's minds. None of us are intentionally trying to make things hard, okay? We make things hard on ourselves and other people once we assume that people are going to think the way we think. And that's just not going to happen. People are are going through their own issues. They have their own filters. They have their own biases. If you can be able to stop and ask yourself, what biases or misconceptions can they have that maybe I can clear up before the work starts, before anything gets started, that's going to really save a lot of time and prevent another a lot of heartache. Okay. And so as I was talking with my client about these kind of questions, I could just tell that she was pausing and carefully considering the answers to these questions. And I immediately saw her shoulders relax and her voice slow to an even tempo. She just went from a firecracker to like just calm and sedated, like as, as if someone like doused her with water. 
And I could just see the anger subside with each and every reply. And then my client's eyes just almost popped out of their eye socket. And then she said, this isn't even about this client. And so I, I asked her quizzically, I said, so what is it about? What it was, was her expectations. And her expectations was because she felt so much anger about the things that she didn't receive from a similar situation, similar dynamic. And so can you relate to feeling angry at people in the present based on pains from the past, miscommunications in the past? I mean, too many of us, wow, we like to find easy targets to place the blame instead of tracking back to the original offense from the past. I mean, this happens. Oftentimes, we don't even realize the fact that we're feeling angry until we have a moment to calm down and think about things. So many of us, including yours truly, hands in the air, confession time, have really ruined moments to create new levels of intimacy with others because we feel disconnected from our feelings. Painful feelings like hurt and betrayal and feeling terrified about loss can get the better of us some days. And it's easy to feel this way. Because think about it. The people who swore to us, hand to Bible, hand to God, whatever, that they would carve out time, that they would be with us, they would be loyal and faithful. You know, I was thinking about one particular song by Marvin Gaye called Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And if you'll indulge me, I just want to just read just a little bit about it because this is really important. Because we hear these songs, we hear people say stuff like this, but when we get right down to it, we can't expect people to own up to the, the, the kind words. Even they mean at the time when they say it. So anyway, ain't no mountain high enough lyrics. So listen, baby, Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me. No matter where you are, no matter how far, don't worry. Just call my name, I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to worry. And my love, so I'm going through some of the lyrics because some of it repeats. My love is alive, way down in my heart. Although we are miles apart, if you ever need a helping hand, I'll be there on a double just as fast as I can. And I... People mean sincerely what they say. However, they have also other pressing issues, perhaps personal problems. Perhaps they have other people demanding on them that rank higher than you at the time. Yes, I know you're special, but there's sometimes that things rank higher than you. And and we get distraught. We get angry. You remember the words that they said. Ain't no valley low enough. Ain't no river wide enough. Ain't no mountain high enough. And wait a minute. You promised that you'd be there and there was nothing that was creating obstacles. But you're telling me your car broke down. You ran out of money or you're too busy. I thought you were going to be there. I thought you were going to be my ride or die homie. And the fact of the matter is they meant it. Those are people that are caring about you, but they are disappointers. Please, on do not lump them in the same bucket of people who are actually detracting, people who are actually trying to sabotage you. Disappointers are not 
intentionally trying to harm you. Detractors, people who are actually out on a mission, literally telling you, I hate you and I want to sabotage you. If somebody comes up and tells you, I hate your gut, believe them. But most people don't have the time nor energy to be invested in that hateful kind of malice. So please understand that when you're feeling anger, it is most likely due to miscommunication or Another reason is the person might be struggling with their own mental illness and reacting out of their own dysfunction or own handicaps, communication handicaps, attachment style handicaps, intimacy handicaps. Look, here's the thing. There are three main ways for us to attach with another human being. The the first and most ideal way is the secure attachment where you're okay, the other person's okay, we can interact, we can kumbaya. If there's misunderstandings, things that can be uh, cleared up easily, nobody's taking anything personally. But then there is the anxious, where the person is feeling neurotic and scared that, oh my goodness, it's one day they're going to leave me and I'm, I'm afraid. And they're, very, they're calling you five times a day and they're always people pleasing and they always want to make sure that you seem happy and everything is copacetic. I rem- I'll never forget this happened just yesterday because that's kind of what's fresh on my mind. I went to this one particular uh, women's event and one of the attendees turned and looked at the leader and says, we, I don't see any documentation for blah, 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 blah. And I, at first the, the leader said, hey, look, sorry, I, I forgot to print it out, but it's available online, blah, 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 blah. And then the other person didn't say anything and I just saw the the leader ran up and went and printed out the documents and I and I just thought to myself like wow that is seduction via guilt right there where the other person literally seduced via guilt to do things that were above and beyond what was necessary or needed at the point have you ever met someone who literally feels torn apart the seams unless they get pat on the back or even yourself do you always seek validation that's that anxious attachment now the other flip side is the avoiding where you are afraid of getting any type of intimacy any type of closeness because you're afraid that they're going to disappoint you they're going to leave you they're going to hurt your feelings something bad going to happen and the best way you can stay safe is 10 foot apart <laughs> uh, you're not forming close relationships. You don't have a best friend. You don't hang out with people because inevitably they're going to disappoint you. And you set situations up where you're, you're distant and you're cold and aloof. And people don't want to be around someone who's distant and cold and aloof. And so it kind of just reinforces the idea that no one loves me. No one wants to be with me. And therefore, I'm just better off being alone. Now, Again, we have to ask ourselves when when I'm getting back to the, the early conversation about the anger. Is the anger really about me? Is it about how we're relating to the person? Or is it how we're relating to ourselves? These are the questions that you really need to ask yourself. An amazing attitude kind of dives into some of this stuff. Obviously, t- working with me one-on-one, we go in a much deeper level. But I just hope that as you're thinking about how you're connecting with people, you have to ask yourself, what is really going on behind the scenes? Because once we're able to really get in touch with our feelings and how we're relating with people, then we don't have to feel angry or hurt or disappointed because we only have one life. At least that's what I believe. Okay. And 
if that's the case, then how do we live in peace with in harmony of other people if we're holding grudges and having resentment and having expectations that were never even agreed upon nor acknowledged by the other person? That's something that I really want you to take time and ask yourself. So again, the questions that I want you to think about is what exactly did the person do? What did you expect from them? Were their actions intentional or simple miscommunications? Remember, the people who disappoint you are not the same as your detractors. Do not confuse the two. And did you even explain your expectations with the other person? These are some of the questions that you can be able to ask yourself as you think about the things that are irritating you. And more importantly, is this situation reminiscent of something much larger from the past that hasn't been dealt with? Look, time does not heal wounds. You can literally talk about something that happened 20 years ago that w- and cry tears as if it happened yesterday because your body is still attached to that pain. So release it and respond in a way that allows your body to be free of that type of bondage because no one is meant to live a life feeling deprived and anxious and afraid and avoidant, Okay. Now, I know I had a lot to say in this conversation. What really kind of peaked in your mind? Was it about the questions? Was it about anxious versus avoidant versus secure attachment? Was it about this idea of us realigning our perspective, separating our facts from the from our feelings? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message at anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee or connect with me via info.deniseglee.com slash connect. I know, whoa, that's a lot of words to say. (laughs) Anyway, those links in the show notes below. Well, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time with one another. Please be sure, be sure to share the podcast with someone else. If you enjoyed it, write a review, all that fun stuff. Well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.